Welcome to episode 139 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to episode 139 of I Am Talk. No 20 press-ups No today. 20, I'm sick of doing press-ups, I tell you. But I am looking huge, aren't I? It's probably because we recorded the show yesterday, <laughs> and you still got that, that dom's... Got that memory. Dom's going on. That's right, the dom's are going on. <laughs> so, uh, I Am in Talk. Oh. <laughs> right, uh, here we go. It's Evan. It's like every week I'm doing this. I Am Talk is brought to you by Coffees of Hawaii for the world's best coffee. Uh, Trybuys.com for all your triathlon goods needs. I did 20. He didn't do 20, he's lying. And Athlinks.com for all your tracking and social needs. Oh, good old I Am Talk. It's a great show. It is. It's a great show. Now, this week's show is a little bit different because we're actually recording this on last Wednesday. So, John, what are you doing right now? I'll be in Kaiteri, having a little swim down the beach, top of the South Island, holiday spot. If the weather's like it was today, because today in Christchurch, gold. Oh, sensational. It's gold. gold. And how is Kaiteri right now? Sunny. I'll be riding up the Taka Hill, probably do a bit of that as well. And, no, I'll be. I won't be quite recovering. I'll be in preparation mode for my first race this season. That's first right. sprint triathlon for God knows how many years. Oh, have you not done a sprint in years? No, no. So it could be interesting. Uh, so the show's a little bit different this week. For those who wanted us to give the Ironman Western Australia report, well, you, you shut out of luck, basically, because yeah. we haven't actually seen it. So this week, we actually caught up with Joe Lawn about 20 minutes ago, and we've done a great interview with her that goes for around 40 minutes. So that's pretty much going to be this week's show. Um, and that's about it. Do we have any news? That no, happened since no, yesterday? no other news. No other news. No, well. I've got some news. I'll tell you afterwards. But oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing this to you guys a lot lately, teasing, isn't he? Teasing, teasing. I tell you what, there was another podcast that gave us a mention the other day. Oh, really? That was oh, nice I'll, I'll mention it next week. Uh, Turbo something triathlon yeah. podcast or something. Oh. Yeah. No, Good on. You know what he said? What? We're really funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think we should take a career up in it. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so we've got the New Zealand six-time Ironman champion, Joe Lorne, on right now. So on today's show, we're very happy to have uh, one of our very proud Kiwis, Joe Lorne, who's a multiple... Six-time winner of Ironman New Zealand. Six-time winner of Ironman New Zealand, multiple top ten finisher in Kona and... uh, One Challenge Road. Challenge Road, sub nine She's a champion. Champion Kiwi athlete, we love it. So welcome along to the show, Joe. Thank you, thank you. Um... It's been a bit of a um, funny old year for you. I mean, we've, we've certainly been following your progress given we're Kiwis and, and we love to see Kiwis doing well. Um, we, the first time I saw you racing this year was actually in Tauranga where um, Kate Bella Aqua. Um, Bella Aqua. And you yeah. had a fairly close tussle and I was actually racing a team that day and I was sort of standing in the, the sort of finishing shoot and I saw some, uh, the first female coming down the finishing shoot and it wasn't you and I was, I was a little bit surprised. So... When, when that happened to you earlier this year, was that much of a setback for you or did you feel like the year was, was still on track or, or were you concerned at that stage of the year? <laughs> it was only about the fifth day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much in my year on that day, it would be pretty much a disaster. But no, um, you know, we had goals. You know, you always set goals for each race that you do. And, and for, for Tauranga this year, my goal was and I'm not, you know, my goal is not to go and win. You know, my goal is to go and do the best performance that I can do. Um, and really the goal was to do a good run and do faster than I did the year before. And I achieved that goal. I ran 125, um, which is what we had been working on. You know, as you know, every race you can't go and do, you know, work on everything. So, mm. you know, I worked in, you know, and yes, Kate definitely caught me by surprise. Um, and, you know, I ran as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> and I just came up 10 seconds short. So, um, you know, my goal was to run better than last time, and I did that. And well, I would assume that you'd probably win it, but yeah. I didn't. So, um, yeah, it was a good, yeah, uh, test, really. And, and I ran as fast as I could. Rolling on from there, obviously, you went on to Ironman New Zealand, and it was um, it was a pretty legendary performance you put down there. I mean... 
she Kate Bellack or again Bellavac or whatever her name is. She's Bella Schmeller. Whatever. She's, she's an Aussie. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I've got some names. <laughs> but, but but she she again she caught you on the run and um and and she's shown that she is a quality runner and you, you managed to to fight back and and beat her there. I mean that must have been probably one of the more satisfying races you've you've had in your career. Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm still tired from that day. Really? <laughs> that was really tough. Um, but that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, like that's how we push ourselves is by having performances like that. So really, um, yeah, I look back at that, wow, you know, I had to dig deep. Um, and it's just amazing how much the mind can really just <laughs> fool your body. <laughs> was that one of the um, biggest, like in your career, was that one of the toughest days you've ever had? Toughest as of competition as I'm running side by side, but then yet again you had that in Hawaii too most years. But yep. um, probably thinking back now how I felt that I wasn't 100% in myself that day either, that yep. I was carrying, you know, I had a bit of a bacterial infection, which I did not know, that there was a reason why I was feeling like more crap than usual. Yep. <laughs> um, so well, when you look at, you know, how, how much you had to push yourself to overcome those things, then it's, yeah, wow, what a performance. But, yep. you know, everyone has issues on race day anyway or, you know, someone's carrying a virus or whatever, so you just do what you have to do on race day. So I was quite proud. But it was, yes, it was very, very, yeah, it was, it was tough, but that's kind of cool to look back now and think, well, I, oh, I get scared because we're pretty capable of doing. <laughs> what were you sort of thinking? Like, she, she ran up to you and you're running side yeah. by side. What's sort of going <laughs> through your mind in terms of, how am I going to beat this 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 girl that's running alongside me? I mean, what was your sort of thought processing? Well, really, when when she caught me, I thought, well, okay, you've caught me, so you're obviously running faster than me, so one would assume that you'd probably go straight past. Mm. You know, like if you're riding a bike and you catch someone, you're obviously riding faster than them, and then so you obviously just keep going. And so I thought, well, when she caught me, okay, well, aren't you me to keep going? You've caught me. This is not the, this is not the finish line. Keep going. And then she didn't. So I'm like, oh. Okay, now maybe oh, an attack. Oh, no, that's not an attack. That's, that didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, uh, let me go again. Oh, no, that didn't do anything either. Okay, well, I think I might just sit here <laughs> and let her dictate because, obviously, she's running faster. She caught me. Okay, let me just sit back here and, and don't lead the way. Um, and let's, yeah, let her dictate the race. Um, you know, to, you know how, I, how I'm feeling. Um, if I feel, you know, 100%, you know, of course I'd take off. But let me just see what her game plan is. So I thought, well, this is new for me, probably new for her. Let me just sit here and, and be patient, which it's all about. You know, and then I sat there and I sat there and, and she was seemed to go through every aid station taking, I don't know, you name it. She's taking oranges, chocolates, cookies, I don't know, everything else that they have in their aid stations. <laughs> she was taking that and I was thinking, eh, eh okay. Someone might be suffering because <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, and and then of course you know I, I let her get break the wind, which that day was pretty windy, um, even though she's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of shelter behind her, so yeah, I, I just let her dictate, and then all of a sudden uh, something just came over me when she was going through one of the aid stations before going into Rainbow Point Drive that last time, yep. and she took everything at the aid station. So I'm like, oh, I reckon I got to go. Because she's not, she's suffering. So I just, the bottom of the hill went, and I just, it was one of the surges that lasted, and and I just, yeah, sprinted for about four k, I think. And, yeah, I've got to say, I, I haven't seen a sprint like that. I think I must have been watching it on Ironman Live, and uh, and you, you literally did sprint up the hill, yeah. didn't you? I did, I did, I, but I did, I, you know, we never talked about it. Like we we talked, maybe if something happens, if you're running with someone, maybe the mobile. Station, you know, before the Taupo Napier Highway, yep. yeah. that last hill, that little bitey one. Yep. Maybe do something there, but I didn't. I didn't even think about that hill. <laughs> I did it before that. Yeah, four k's out. <laughs> yeah, you, you, when you do those ones, you got to go. You got to give it your all, and you, you know, there's no looking back. And did you know once you'd kind of made the gap that you had it, or were you still no, kind of? No, never. No, really. Not never. I, I can't trust that. Yeah, <laughs> because they can always do the surge too. If I can yeah. do it, someone else can do it. So, yeah. no, no, no. I never, I'm, I'm one of those people. Until I got that finish line in my hands, 
I yep. ain't won it till I got that. Yep, true. So yeah, I mean, it was it was a fantastic victory, and we were we were all very proud. Um, yeah, Kiwis, we really like to keep it uh, in the country. Keep it at home. Keep the, keep the titles where they belong. Yeah, we don't want to give it to the Aussies. Exactly. <laughs> so, just like the rugby league, eh? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Anything. We don't want to know it. Don't mention the cricket. Um, <laughs> so. To be honest, I mean, normally your your sort of racing schedule is you sort of do Ironman New Zealand and then you do um, Rote and then you do Kona and um, to be you honest, saying it's predictable. No, no, <laughs> there's no, a pattern. There's, there's, there's a pattern. There's a pattern. We won't predictable, but there's, there's a pattern there. This yeah. year, look, uh, to be honest, I, I'm not 100 percent sure what you did between Ironman New Zealand and Kona this year. So maybe maybe fill us in. Well, we turned up to Rote and I was expecting to hang out for your Amando again and yeah, hear his stories no. and you just went there. So what, yeah. Was that part no, of the really, plan? my whole plan this year was to do it differently. Okay. Um, because we are a creature of habit, and how are you ever going to know what your limits are if you just keep doing the same thing? Yeah. So uh, even though it's nice, <laughs> it's comfort zone to do the same thing year in and year out. Um, of course, there's ones that I, I have to do for you know for me myself and also for my sponsors. Yeah. Um, and my country, I guess. <laughs> um, so really, I just thought, well, look, I'm gonna change it up, maybe take a risk, um, maybe risk, maybe not risk, don't, uh, don't do um, rote, uh, in, you know, in Germany in July, um, and let's do some, some shorter races to get some speed, and eventually, hopefully that means ending up a bit fresher for Hawaii. Yep. Uh, so, um, of course it didn't go to plan. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't aware that I, I got sick again with a kind of a bacterial infection again, mm. um, and yeah, just what getting to Hawaii fresher. <laughs> I didn't get to Hawaii fresher, but so um, so you so you're saying you got a bit of a, kind of a sickness there. Do you think if you hadn't have had that, you would have gone to Kona in a much better place, which would have maybe helped you perform, or is it just hard to know? Oh well, I mean, you would assume, wouldn't you? you yeah. Know? Um, under the circumstances of how I finished, uh, I did exceptionally well for, for the condition that I was in. No, but I mean, like, um, compared to normal years, so let's say you, you, you kept your normal plan or you yep. did the plan that you went with this year, do you think, other than the sickness, you would have done better than what you would have done in previous years with the new plan? It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. If I knew, I'd be a cafillionaire, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the secret. <laughs> um, yeah, you just don't know. So did, did you end up uh, I, racing I don't know much? what's ideal. Is, is it ideal to do three Ironmans, two Ironmans, no Ironmans yeah. before Hawaii? Like, no one knows, do we? No, you no, know? it's a mystery What is ball, good for Joe Lorne is not good for Hillary Biscay. Yeah. Like, you, how do you know what is... That's why it's an individual and it's a juggling act, you know? Do you risk it all? Not do any for Hawaii? You so know, how was the, that? How well how was that, you know, because you've been pretty successful. I know you haven't like, quite reached your Kona goal, but you've over the yeah. last few years, you've yeah. been bloody successful. Like, you've won New Zealand so many times. You've won Rote. You yeah. did a sub-nine Rote last year. Yeah. To step away from that plan, how was that mentally? Yeah, that was, that was tough, actually. Um, that was tough, but that was a risk, uh, which I didn't know that the mental side would probably affect yeah. like that. Uh, because it's just, a, you know, it's just an Ironman. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a tough one, actually, but sometimes you have to, you make decisions and you got to back them. And yeah. um, who knows? Just who knows what would have happened. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So tell us I don't know what would have happened. Tell us a bit about your Kona day and, and how that sort of panned out for you. Yeah, pretty much, you know, if you'd... Uh, yeah. If you probably asked me about four days before the race, I probably wasn't doing it. Um, oh, okay. Or five days before, six days before. Um, I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I had a bit of a, yeah, I had a bacterial infection that ended up in, in an abscess on my leg and in France. And I ended up having a general anaesthetic in France, um, having this abscess removed from my leg. Yep. Um, and, and as we know, general anaesthetic kind of knocks you around a bit. Yeah. And it was actually September 11, so I'll never forget the day. <laughs> September 11 for many people. Everyone knows where they are every time, and yeah. and it happened to be that day. And you know, Kona was October 11, so um, four weeks really from having a general anaesthetic and and this abscess removed wasn't ideal. Um, you know, when you're left with a an open wound the size of a golf ball that that you can't shut and you can't you know changing dressings every day. So 
That was really tough. And then, of course, you imagine the, the humidity and the nice and warm environment of Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> For any kind of infection is not a good thing. Um, and, you know, and, and that makes swimming incredibly hard. When you know they only invent bandages for for showers, yeah. <laughs> not for swimming. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. I learned a lot, and that you know that I'm in yet again is so mental. Um, yeah, my day was just yes. The swimming was the first day I'd actually touched the water in Kona, so that was you know race morning was oh, I'm in the ocean. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> the last time I came in the ocean was last year in Hawaii, so um, so that, that, that was pretty tough. You know, I, I didn't have the swim that I wanted, of course, but, you know, hey, I was there on the start line. At least I made it that far. Um, and then the bike. Yeah, the bike was actually quite interesting. I, I think I got off fourth or fifth. Um, yeah, I just, I, I rode just really patiently and just enjoyed it, and, and that's something I tried to work on for Hawaii this year was just because my physical side had let me down, I tried to work on my mental side a bit more. Yep. Um, which, as we know, is and that's part of the, the whole, you know, I guess, um, formula. Um, so instead of me fighting the wind in Hawaii, I, I actually tried to embrace it. You know, it sounds la, 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 but, you know, um, instead of me screaming at it and saying, oh, you know, as yep. you can imagine red hair. Yep. <laughs> I don't have a lot of patience for that sort of stuff. Um, I just embraced it and just said, well, you know, it's blowing hard. What am I going to do about it? I'm not going to stop it. So I just went with it and just enjoyed it. And, and many people had said, well, Joe's so relaxed, which I was. Um, and then just the run, just I think pretty much the last month had been, I'd just been drained so much yeah. that, you know, when the push comes to the shove at 30K, if you're not fresh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, both physically and mentally, that's where it's going to bite you. And sure enough, hello, there it was. I mean, maybe a little bit before that I ran out of gas, but, you know, I decided to toe the line. But as we know, Hawaii, you can't have any kink in your armour. Yeah. And, yeah. I, you know, I had a couple of kinks. So, of course, you're going to get found out, aren't you? <laughs> Are you in, in hindsight, yeah. you, you're glad you raced? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed in where I finished, but then we know the reasons why. So yep. um, not every race can you win. Um, and sometimes from your ex- you know, bad experiences or your bad performances, if I want to say it like that, yep. you learn a lot more. So, you know, you have to, you know, if you're always going up, 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 and how are you ever going to do anything else? How are you mm. ever going to focus on anything else? So it's not nice <laughs> to learn from a bad experience, but how else are you going to learn? Exactly. Yeah. If totally. you don't fail, how are you going to know? So yeah, totally. you know, it's it's a hard one. It had to be blood in Hawaii, but hey, you, you know, I think you've got to have one of those skiers that you think, oh, hang on, yeah, it is a bit harder, you know, because it is. So what what is it going to take for for Joe Lawn to be standing on the top of the podium in Kona? You know, given given you've you've sort of been knocking on the door, you've sort of got got up to fourth place. Um, yeah. You've sort of been in. In the in the right direction. I mean, what's it going to take for you to to you to be on top of the podium? You know what I think really for me to get up there. I you know I think I'm a I'm a pretty good swimmer. I'm not the best, but I'm an average swimmer. And I think that you don't have to be the world's best in Hawaii to win the swim. You yeah. know, win the race in the swim. So you know, I believe that I have a great swim as the, maybe the ingredient to be the world champion. And yeah. then the bike, the bike in the past years, I've kind of taken it a little bit for granted. You're coming from cycling, yeah, 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 look at me. Yeah. Yep, I'm a good cyclist. Um, and I've done a good bike ride there. You know, okay, pat yourself on the back, yeah, yeah, fourth, yeah, that's pretty good on the bike. And then on the run, it's kind of just, you know, because I'm mentally so tough, <laughs> I think that the other people have faded. Um, so, so really, for me to make the next step, I think that I have to, which I am doing, uh, is going to play to my strength, and that's my bike. Oh, really? So I, pick up there? Yep. Yep, you know, that's what I'm good at. Like, why go and be, you know, hours and hours and hours in the swim to get 10 seconds? Yeah. You know, I am a good cyclist, and that's what I want to, that's how I'm going to win Hawaii. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to run a 245 or yep. a 252, what sometimes they're doing now, or 258. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if I can, but if I can really do the bike ride that I need to do and that I'm capable of doing, then... You know, and I think that's what's been missing in the past. That we've kind of taken it for granted that you always, everyone always says, "Oh no, you know, your strength is your bike." You know, that that's okay. There, let's deal with your swim and your run. Yeah. You know? Try and get them up too. You know, and then, but why? <laughs> Just nail the bike, nail so, your strength. You know, like 
if you're strong at something, why don't you be stronger? Yep, totally. <laughs> so, so you're saying that on the ride this year, you know, it sounds like one of the big things you did take away from this experience was the different change in attitude on the bike and it helped you to have a good ride. You know, obviously going into next year's race, that's one thing that you could take with you as well, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I can't forget that. Even when, you know, I'm firing on all cylinders, I have to still remember that it's a mind game. Yep. <laughs> and that you've got to bring that part into it. Mm, you know? mm, mm. Um, and that's what you have to remember. And it's hard because when you're all 100% fit and healthy, yeah, I'm a rock star. Mm. You know? But... Yep. You don't, I don't think an Ironman, you get a lot of those days, <laughs> you know, when you're really, really, you know, otherwise you've got a full yeah. army, you've got a blister, there's chafing, you know, yeah. you've got all these problems, and, and you know, I, I think it's it's kind of exciting, you know, I'm, yeah, excited really, which is unusual, Great. Great. <laughs> doing it for 10 years, but you know, I am. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that we get a lot of people asking us about is how the hell all these people manage to do so many Ironmans. In, Particularly in females, year. eh? Particularly yeah. females. And, and you haven't been one of those people that's doing five, six, seven, eight Ironmans. How, how do you, what, what are you thinking of these people that are going out there, you know, people like Gina, Ferguson, Bella Comerford, um, Hillary, and they're racing Ironman sort of every second weekend. I mean, do you just think they're off in la-la land or what's your sort of take on it? Yeah, no, I think each to their own. You know, I mean, people think that we idiots anyway doing the yeah, Um So <laughs> you're already sore. Why not go and make yourself even sore? You know, no, that's, per- that's completely personal. Like I, you know, I mean, in my first couple of years, I, you know, I, I wanted to try and do four or five a year um, just for experience. Yeah. You know, the more you can do, the more experience you're going to get. And some people want to do that maybe quickly or they have to everyone has a different goal you know like some people yeah just do it for experience and get as much as they possibly can as fast as they possibly can um, and learn you know as much as they can and then maybe when they get older and a bit more experience <laughs> uh, then they can maybe pick and choose but, but then they still may not do that I mean Hillary's been doing this for years and so I guess is Bella yep. and they're still doing that you know it's just each different person I mean Peter Vabracek isn't it he does like 14 yeah, yeah. in yeah. a year. Hello. He's an I mean, animal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just incredible. But that's the way that he likes it, you know? Yeah. And he probably thinks that we're crazy doing a tour a year. Yeah, but true. Why? Yeah. What are you doing? Go and do more. You know, so each person is is chasing their own desire, really, aren't we, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Who, what's the ideal? I don't know. We want to get your, your, your thoughts on the goss. You know, the latest goss that seems to be the big news is obviously the girls from Team BB leaving the team and going along with Sam Glitton and Holmes, man. Uh, is it oh, going to be cat fights? I don't know that. Oh, there's going to be cat fights. There's going to be cat fights. He is going to be pulled. We want to know if, well, the cat fight. We need some inside goss. On, on I don't read anything. I don't read any trials on goss. Tell me about it. Oh, so, so Chrissy Wellington. Very and, diplomatic of you. It's, uh, no. It's, Oh, I didn't know. Tell me. I don't yeah. want to gossip. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well you can be our inside reporter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that came from me. We'll come back to you in six months, and we want the inside word whether there's been any cat fights yeah, inside times. the Sam McGlone team. Uh, we think, I don't know. We think, I don't know. I, you know I were you shocked? Know. Were you shocked when you heard it? No, I mean, I kind of knew about it before it came out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you didn't tell us. Where's the love? <laughs> um, well, you never know until it happens, do you? You don't yeah. want to be, you know, yeah. gossip queen. Um, yeah, interesting. Mm. It, it's, you know, interesting, I think. Yeah. Um, don't worry. You don't have to answer. <laughs> oh, I, you, know, like, you know, I know that they're all going to benefit from it, aren't they? And, yeah. you know, Belinda's such a cool girl. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, she people want to be around positive people, and Chrissy's very positive, and... Yeah. Hillary's very positive, and I think that those three work, work, work really well together. Um, yeah, I, that's you know up to them, really. Yeah. You know, if I, if I worried too much about them, then I'm just going to worry myself, aren't I? Yeah, you know, because they're obviously not caring about me. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't want to worry about them, thinking that they're all going to be really fast and really strong, and you know. Mm. Is there yeah. any reason why you think the standard of female racing has gone yeah, it's up been so phenomenal, much? Eh? Yeah, in the last, last I like, think, it's crazy. Yeah, eh? I think I started that, actually. No. <laughs> Here we go. My, <laughs> my passion for breaking nine hours, yeah. and then, you know, like, you know, when I got there three years ago, 901, yeah. in Germany, you know, and, and wrote in Germany, 
you know, and then in the next year, you know, so I got nine or what, damn, close to nine hours. Oh, and then you kind of add up, how the heck am I going to get to 8.59? And you're like, wow, you know, well, I've got to go quick. And then, you know, you go back the next year and you do 8, I don't even know what I did, 8.57, 8.58. Yep. Um, because it was irrelevant because I came buddy second. But, you know, you're like, I broke nine hours, but oh, I only came second. <laughs> Hello. And then now, you know, this year, about buddy 10 people broke nine hours. So, you know, I just think that, you know, we kind of broke the barrier. You know, I, I think I was chasing it for some time. Um, you know, and I got the 901, and then I'm like, wow, I'm close. Let me see if I can get under. And then, you know, Yvonne rose, or raised her level. That was her first Ironman, or whatever. Yeah, um, raised the bar. <laughs> so, I don't she rose her game. I don't know, you know. She just had a great performance, and yeah. I finished second, and she went 852. I'm like, what the heck? And then from there on in, it's just been... People are aware of so do you target. see? You kind of think it's the Roger Bannister thing, you know, where all these guys are chasing the four-minute mile, and then when finally someone beat it, suddenly yes. everyone beat it. Yep, 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 yep. yeah, absolutely. Because you know, it hadn't been broken for how many years? Ever. Yeah, yeah. And then all but of a sudden, you, boom. But do you yeah. find that? Do you actually think that the standard of female racing is higher at this period of your career than what it was maybe earlier on in your career? I think that definitely, definitely yes. Yeah. Um, just the you know the quality of that they're running now yeah is quite a lot faster um, you know yeah I think that the quality of running is faster but then again you know Natasha she won it with a 452 bike and then you know a 309 marathon yeah um, you just got to get that bike strength back again <laughs> yeah. and you know I, I mean Chrissy uh, you know what she did this year was was quite incredible. Yeah, she's a bit of a freak, with, isn't she? With the with the flat tire and all. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think now because everyone's aware of it, everyone's pushing each other, and because it's really just what's the limit. No one knows what the limit is. If someone else up there is running faster than you, well, you just have to run faster to catch them. Yeah, and that's where I think the time is now going. Because it's just where the pace is going. It's really great. Like, John and I often talk about how, you know, the female game is just so much more exciting than the male game at the moment. You know, you yeah. you have these races in Kona this year. Obviously, yeah. Chrissy was going in at favourite, but just so many girls who had done such fast times are really yeah. going into yeah. the day. And, it, like, it's the guys, you know, it's exciting racing as well, but the girls racing at the moment is just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You just don't know, you know, who, who it's going to be. I mean, I honestly, you know, seeing Chrissy, you're thinking, wow. And she just looks, you know, just with the stress and the pressure of, you know, of being defending champion. Yeah. And, you know, you saw her around there the week before and you're thinking, wow, do I look tired? Do I look, have I got wrinkles? You know? Ask me if I don't look tired, do I look like, you know, Chrissy? But then what the heck, you know? Yeah. It's all upstairs, isn't it? It's not yeah. what you look like yeah. on the outside. Mm, exactly. Oh, yeah. we're, we're looking forward to you cranking up a bit of pressure on the bike next year. Yeah, and, uh, yeah mate. And seeing how that goes, but but obviously yeah. this year for you, you know, it has been a bit up and down, and you've had to deal with um, some injuries and sickness issues. How do you yeah. sort of deal with that mentally, and uh, when things aren't going so aren't going so great, even if it's not maybe an injury or something you can identify, maybe it's just a, a bit of a bad training patch. How do you sort of find that you you're able to pull through that? You know, I just try and keep positive and just take it what, day by day or step by step or task by task, you know, because you just can't read too much into it. Yep. That's why, you know, I decided to toe the line in Hawaii because I'm not going to pull the pin because mm. who knows? Like, just because you had that, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know. Um, so it's kind of like just, you know, just be patient and, of course, you're putting your body through, you know, quite incredible, you know, under incredible stress that of course things aren't going to be going, you know, you know, all rosy every day because we're, we're you know, we're really not torturing it, but torturing it in a nice way. So I just think that, you know, when you have bad times and you just have to stay positive and surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. And if you're struggling with that, get a book. Get That's something right. about positive things. Have you, because, have you used a sports cycle or like a, you know, coach? Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yep, yeah, no, I have. Um, actually, my first... Um, Taupo, I won, um, I used uh, sports psychologist Craig Lewis. Um, for many years, John had been trying, John Eklund at that stage, yeah. had trying to be, you know, like, yeah, just, just, if you can just focus, you know, imagine what you can do if you focus and you just don't talk and you zone in and I'm like, what do you do, what do you mean by that? Mm. You just zone in and just, 
you know, take, let your subconscious, t- you know, take over and just be, I don't know, it's this weird stuff. And I'm like, John, no way. Like, I'm, that's a long time out there. I ain't going to concentrate for nine hours. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, well, just try it. You know, just really honestly focus on what you're doing when you're biking. Focus on, you know, go through a checklist of when you're biking of, you know, right gear, am I hungry, am I in the right position, all these different things. And then focus on the run, you know, what you're doing at that stage, and it goes by quite quickly. And then sure, I did that that year and when I won my first one, and I was like, what the heck? That went quite quick. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything, and I didn't even talk to anyone. It was, like, really incredible. So they, they definitely have their place. It's, you know, we have to train it. Our mind is a muscle too, and we have to train it. Do, do, um, do you actually use any techniques? Like, do you have like, are you a big visualizer, or do you spend some time on affirmations, or do you, you know, or do you have like a plan that you go to? Like, do you have a process that you actually practice? Um, all of the above. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something that has been overlooked in sport because it's kind of like, oh, you're a geek, you know, you're a weirdo, you know, um, mm. you visualize what a, you know, what an idiot. But, yeah. You know, it definitely has proven to work, and it's just. It's just giving you more self-confidence and just self-belief. If you can see it and say it, you know, you don't have to go around the streets, you know, with banners saying, yeah. look at me, I'm good. You know, you just, yeah, it definitely works, but you have to believe it. <laughs> you can't say, oh, I'm going to win, you yeah. know. Um, you have to really believe it, and it may not even be about winning. It might just be about something, you know. Yeah, You know, I'm going to be strong. I'm not going to, you know, you, I don't tend to try and use negative words in it because, you just don't want to have any negative, you know. Life's too short to be negative. <laughs> yeah, it sounds weird, but we don't have time for negativity because it's just a waste of time. Yeah. So I waste breath on talking about negative stuff, but it's very hard to do. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not like you know every day. Yeah, you know, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm great. Of course, everyone has hard times, but you just have to manage those hard times to be as little as possible. So you've you've obviously how many times have you been to Kona now? 2000 was my first. So what's that mean? Eight, eight times. Well, yeah. Are there any lessons you've learned over the years from Kona? Obviously, the first time you went there was probably a bit of a, um, you know, you know, a, bit a shock, a bit of a shock to the system as it all is when you come out of the Kiwi winter, or you may have come out of the Northern Hemisphere. But yeah. are there any particular things that you've learned over the years that um, you know may help others in terms of fast tracking their their Kona progress? You know, I think that pretty much, I mean, you can do it training here. I did my first one by training here. Yeah. Um, yeah, in 2000 as an age grouper. Uh, I did it, um, and then, but I maybe spent four, three or four weeks there before race day. Okay. Because you can train anywhere, but you just need to be acclimatized to the heat. Yeah, because why train in the wind every day? Or oh, because it's going to be windy in Hawaii. Who knows? It may not be windy in Hawaii. And that wind in Hawaii is, you can't. You can't recreate that anywhere. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just something completely. That's just Hawaii. Yeah, you, know, you can go to uh, maybe windy Wellington. Exactly. It's different way. Yeah. Um, not saying it's windy, but sometimes. Um, you know, I think that the, the, the best advice that you can give someone would definitely be to to get the last three or four weeks of heat acclimatization. So you could probably get one week of one of your solid weeks of training still there. So four weeks out, you probably still do a good size week. Yeah. Um, and and you're there. You're out of you know you're out of your environment here. You're just there for that one thing. Mm. You know maybe you don't have your family there. Um, you haven't got work you know issues, which I, mean, I know some people can't take a month off work. There's no way. But you know that's what it takes. Not every day do you get to go to do you know to do this race. So yeah. you know you have to be you know deal with your own jobs you know and to see is it worth it. So I definitely think you can train through the winter. It's not a problem. But I think that definitely do the, yeah, get a good whack of three or four weeks there and, and you definitely acclimatise and you do, you know, a good solid week. One thing you've been really successful, it seems from the outside at least, uh, is getting sponsors over the years. Looking back over your time, you know, when you've obviously established some really good relationships at this stage in your yeah, kind of career, but earlier on, what are some of the things you may have done differently, some kind of advice you could give to emerging pros or maybe just any age grouper and getting good sponsorship and then actually maintaining and making a good relationship with it? Yeah, what I think is that sponsors are kind of looking for you know, like maybe a long-term commitment or a consistency. Okay. Um, they like to see athletes who are consistently, maybe not winning, 
but you're consistently, you know, competing and doing well. Mm. Um, because not everyone can be a champion, you know. There's only one winner, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that with me, I've also always um, maybe followed or looked for or chased sponsors that I believe in. Okay. Because, you know, how hard is it to promote something that you believe in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't take, you know, it's, it, it, you know, I'm going to promote something that I believe in and I think that works and I like. And, and I kind of, I bring them on board like it's kind of my family. <laughs> I, you know, I have them like a brother, you know. I've been with, uh, you know, um, Bonita Bananas for, for many, many years now and I, and I feel like I'm part of, <laughs> yeah. you know, Bonita Bananas. And, and, it, and it makes you feel more, more proud. Um, and, you know, and I'm very loyal to them. And, you know, if you're loyal to them, then they're loyal to you. And, you know, they're not asking you to win every race, but they're just asking for a good positive performance, um, you know, be confident and, and just things like that. I think that instead of just sometimes taking the money or the offering that, yeah, I'll just take that, you know, it's money. But look at the big picture, you know. Um, maybe some sponsors in the beginning don't offer money. That's okay. If you believe in the product, money will come. Yeah. You know, so I, I just think that maybe sometimes also don't get too greedy because, you know, gr- greed is not nice. So, so just, you know, like... Yeah, if you believe in it, then that's great, isn't it? It's, you know, you believe in it and you like it. You know, I've had, you know, Thompson, Savello, you know, Benita Bananas for, for a long time in Oakley, you know, and, and I believe in the brands and I and I love to promote them because that's what I like. Do you work very hard to get lots of PR? Like, you know, obviously being New Zealand's top iron uh, woman, you, you obviously are in a place where you can get good PR on mainstream media. Is it something you actually chase a lot of, you know, do you have someone out there doing PR work for you or do you find just the media will come to you at certain times of the year? How does it work for you? Well, I think, you know, obviously over in the past, you know, because of my success in Ironman New Zealand, yeah, um, that's kind of just happened like that progressively. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you always just have to, whenever anyone asks you to do something, you have to, you know, jump at the chance and say, no, no problem. Yep, you know, Murray Digger rings you up. You want to do this? And yeah. you're absolutely wasted. Yeah, 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 no, not a problem. So you have to self-promote you. You know, yeah. no one's just going to come knocking on your door. Here, here's a million dollars because you're who you are. Mm. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's definitely not going to happen. So, of course, you have to promote yourself, but not over the top um, because... You know, you know, obviously we're in it for the sport. And, and, and if, if we focus on doing the best job that we can in our sport, I think that they will come. You know, it, it's just incredible. So re- results really, do, you know, let your legs do the talking, as people say. Yeah. Um, so, so really, you know, you jump at the chance if someone wants you to do something, even if it's not for money. Like, you don't have to do everything for money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because that money will come when it's due to come. And if it isn't, it, you know. Right. Everything's due to come at the right time. So, so yeah, no, I mean, the media is out there and they will come if there's a good story, but you can't focus on that because otherwise you're just not focusing on what you're meant to be doing. So, mm. so, so tell know. us a little about your sponsors. You mentioned Cervelo, Oakley, yeah. Bonita Bananas, Thompson's. Anybody yeah. else out there who's given you a bit of love? Oh, yeah, I mean, I've got, well, Trice and New Zealand have also helped me out a lot, um, you know, with, with being in the, in the, you know, the camp in France. Um, you know, I've got zip wheels, which are just the coolest wheels ever, and my zip cranks, which are so nice. Zip cranks. <laughs> Amazing zip cranks. Well, the new ones. Yeah. Cancellara rode them in in, um, in Beijing. Yeah. Unbelievable. There's not not many pairs around around at the moment, but uh, Belinda Granger and me, I think we got a pair for Hawaii. Nice. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. Amazing. Cool. <laughs> Amazing. And, and what's sort of the plan for you for the next sort of 12 to 24 months in terms of uh, races you're, you're sort of eyeing up or is it all part of a secret plan at this stage? No, 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 um, no secrets really. Just um, a, my whole goal for this, you know, 2008 um, is to get my health back um, because you can't do anything without your health. So that's really my goal for now, um, which then, of course, once that's back, which it is getting back pretty much, to normal, then and now I can, you know, dictate what's going to happen next year. Um, yeah, of course, I'm going to do Tauranga. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm maybe even thinking of doing uh, three days before Tauranga on the Thursday, the New Zealand Time Trial Chats. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's only 24K. Yeah. Um, 
might be a good blowout for the legs <laughs> and the lungs, I guess, um, to kind of wake you up before the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, that's kind of exciting. There's no pressure and just go and do that. Um, then, of course, Taupai, um, which is going to be an awesome year because it's, you know, 25th anniversary too. Yeah. And it's just such an awesome event, you know. So many people from around the world, you know, that I've met, places they're all coming down this year, so it's very cool. Um, after that, really, um, I haven't put anything in plan. I haven't, you know, signed any any deals to do any specific races just yet. So um, maybe maybe we do some more halves like we did this year, and and then see, you know, do what we did this year next year. <laughs> okay. Um, but without, you know, without sickness. Sick, so, um, yep. Just have, touch the wood there. <laughs> have you heard of um, anybody particular coming down to race Ironman New Zealand this year? I mean, in, either no. in the girls or the guys side. No, no, I don't know anything. No. 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 We hear no, Cameron Brown know. might be retiring after the race. It's somebody sent us a, a speculative rumor. That's the word the on the street. But again, we won't get you to speculate. No, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. <laughs> I doubt it very much. He'll be there till he's eighty. No, I don't know. No, I don't Still winning it. Yeah, no, he's he's an awesome athlete, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really is, isn't no, he? He's rock. He's a yeah, yeah. He's a rock. <laughs> Excellent. Incredible. So no, really, you know, just um, it's up and down right now. I'm, I'm not locked into anything. So let's see how we go. And um, you know, I, I guess I'm at the, the time of my career that I, I can, um, you know, maybe decide, you know, what's best for Joe Lawn and what's best for Joe Lawn to win Hawaii. So, um, you know, I've got, I'm only living once. You know. Joe, Joe, could I ask him how many more years you see yourself doing it at this level for? Four more. Four more. Yeah. Four more. Really? Yeah. Yeah, four more. Everyone's like, oh, so maybe one more. No, four more. <laughs> At least. Yeah, no, four more. I mean, probably, hopefully, have babies. <laughs> okay, so then it's about focusing on being a mum. The other hard yeah. iron woman challenge. Be a mum and then be a marathon runner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's you my transition. You have so much stuff when you're a marathon runner. You just take your shoes off, you go. Exactly. It's funny, I'm training for a marathon right now, and after Ironman training, it seems so easy in comparison. Yeah, you're like, so. oh. I do run. Oh, yeah. I might discover a little spin. <laughs> I know, and now you're packing to go away. You're like, oh, take money shoes. I'll get it. I'll get it. You don't need anything. Even swimming, you need a pool boy, you need your flippers, and nothing. You know, oh, man. Uh, your paddles, you know, you name it. You need a towel. We look forward to. Oops, I've lost my earpiece. We look forward to following your progress this year and bring on New Zealand. Really hope you can get that seventh. That's you know, like it's it's such an amazing thing you've done. I mean, New Zealand. That would be the most, is it? Is it the most that anyone's won one race? Six is so far. Yes. Okay, so if you get seven, it would be the record. Yeah. So you know, six is the record. Oh, six is the record already. So so then you'd be breaking the game, like. Man, to go back consistently year and year, and you know, is such a phenomenal feat. So we're really crossing our fingers and supporting you all the way to get number seven in New Zealand. And we're going to be in Kona this year doing uh, oh. media stuff, so we'll have to nab you over in Kona as well nice. before yeah, and yeah, after yeah. the race. We'll be bugging you, so it's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I just wanted one win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there for you. We'll be holding yeah. the New Zealand flag as you run down the chute. We better, we, better you, uh, we better let you get to bed because we know you have swim training in the morning. So um, thanks again for your time and we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, thanks, Joe. You're great work. Thank you. Sponsors time, John. It is sponsors time indeed. And you pulled up a website to start with because trybys.com are having a sale of the century. Yeah. You used to watch that when you were younger? Steve so, Parr? Steve Parr and Jude Dobson. Uh, Jude Kirk changed her name. Yeah, she did change her name, didn't she? Sale of the century. century. Did you like it? Yeah, you'd win a uh, Mitsubishi Galant. Galant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And remember that's when we slid off yeah. the stage? Oh, for those of you overseas, you're really missing out on Kiwiana here. Yeah. So try buys are having the sale of the century, and why is it such a good sale, John? They've got up to sixty percent off some um, sort of end of season items. So if you're going to get a, a wetsuit, now is the time to oh, get now it. Now is the time to like, get it. We're looking at the sales. I think this is going to be updated by next week. But there's some seriously good sales on pretty much all the wetsuit brands, except Blue Seventy, unfortunately. I've got um, two times use on there. Equip, um, Orcas, big slashings in prices. So. If you're looking forward to next season or if you're a Kiwi and Aussie and you need to get a new wetsuit or, or any sort of uh, summer apparel, now's the time to get it. You um, know what, and you know, even just thinking back to last week's show, 
yesterday's show. Yeah. <laughs> when, when thinking back to that, like looking at those tops, I still can't get over. I'm almost considering trying to get a lot of people at the gym to buy them. Yeah. Because 30 bucks US, like if you're going to buy a cycle top, a two times U cycle top in New Zealand, what are you paying? 130, oh, yeah, 140? Yeah. yeah. And 30 US, so you'd be paying maybe 50 bucks. Yeah. You know, and they're a cool top. So honestly, you're get, get them. Get them. I'm so enthusiastic get, get about it. Get your gear. Get your gear. Look forward to next season. Think about your optimal size you're going to be looking for in terms of weight. Get yourself a wetsuit that's going to fit you so then you're motivated to get into that size. That's right. Yes. Nice, John. Mm. Oh, you coffees should be a fitness of, professional. Coffeesofhawaii.com. Coffeesofhawaii.com. Can, can sometimes maybe help with your dieting. You just drink coffee yeah, all day long. Yeah, if you had 30 long. coffees a day, you, you probably need food, would you? No, you fit into any wetsuit. It'd be a great strategy, wouldn't it? XXXS. <laughs> So drink just 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 buy enough. For, see, for see, five a day. I went out for a coffee with Joe the other day, and she mm-hmm. has one of those small ones. Those real, what do you call espresso? espresso. Yeah. Do you do that? Occasionally. See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a big, big coffee hip kind of guy. Yeah. So next time I'm going out for coffee, I'm going to have four espressos. Four espressos. What do you reckon it's going to do to me? Well, you'll be awake for a, a reasonably long period of time. Really? Yeah. You think I'll be pretty wired because I get pretty excited at the best of times. Yeah, I don't know. So when you're thinking about your Christmas present now, look, I I don't know when shipping dates are going to finish off, but I'm thinking within the next week to ten days, you want to get your orders in. Get an espresso, or get the the tins where you can get three different sorts. So if I was saying you, if you want to go snuggly buggly with your partner. Glad you, you said partner. If you want to have snuggly buggly with your partner, you had four espressos beforehand. You think they're in? Increased performance. We could do a sign. Albert can Albert see if you can do any research. Give us give us some research to see if it does improve performance. Because I tell you what, Albert, the sales go through the roof. Right. Especially if I'm in triathletes when you come home so tired. Oh. Yeah, That's why someone once asked me. They said to me, "You know, you know, you're I mean, you're so fit. Does that mean you're kind of like good in bed?" And I was like, "We're always too tired." <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's Coffees of Hawaii. And lastly, who do we have? Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com. For all your social and tracking needs. One thing um, I was encouraging a few people locally was uh, to get a few more people on our Canterbury Triathlon Club. I think we're on there. But if you're a part of a, a club, get yourself listed up on the directory. Try to get other people in your club involved, and it can be basically a great way to get a little network it's a home going. base. And especially if your club hasn't actually got a website, you, you yeah. get a lot of these smaller clubs around the place. And you know, athletes are doing all the work for you. And even if mm. your club has, like, you know what? To be honest, normally the website at the club is some guy who's once learned how to do PageMaker, and yep. you know, and it's like. They aren't the best websites, whereas Athlinks is just such a great website. It's got all the resources here. It's got all the things you'd need to kind of help you communicate really well within your club. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, if you're the web person within your club, just start to make it your club's homepage. Great way just to organise little group training sessions. Just post it up there, what you're doing for the week. Yeah, and it lets everyone know. And, yeah, and then obviously you can have, like, your discussions, like we do with the I Am Talk one. And uh, so, so Athlinks.com. So the discussion of the week we'll be carrying over this week on Athlinks. Um, go through our site, click on the blog button, and you can get there or you can go straight through Athlinks, search for IM Talk under the groups bar, and you'll find us. And it's the best of um, IM Talk and IM Talk, because that's yep. what we were called this yep. year. The best moments. Some people are getting a bit confused, and I put even, I even put a little post up there. Did you? Did you just confirm just what confirm. they should be doing? So like we're, mother. We're trying to get mother hen. That's right. We're trying to get the best. Moments of IM Talk and Iron Man Talk this year, not the best performances. Oh, no, that comes in a couple of weeks, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. So, some highlights, your favourite interviews. On, on, on the group page, can you have results, like your personal results? Like in the Canterbury Triathlon one? Well, you can set up your rivals. Yeah, can you do that within the club? Probably. Because that'd be cool, eh? Imagine, yeah. I don't know if they can or not, because I haven't actually looked into that. But imagine if you're like Canterbury Triathlons, and you had all the club members, and they're all your rivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. pretty great. Well, if you race them enough, they automatically go become, yeah. become rivals. Yeah. So. Mm. so, flinks.com for all your social tracker needs. Tribeyes.com. Get on there now. It's time for Sale Century. Sale of the Century. And Coffees of Hawaii. Look, we want to test out for <laughs> <a> snuggly buggy. <laughs> So, John, what are you up to for the rest of the week? So, wait a second. How long are you in Kaiteri? Uh, Kaiteri for a week. Tell them about Kaiteri. So, Kaiteri, where yeah. is it? It's top of the South Island. It's about a five-hour drive. It's going to be a little more interesting with Thomas now. He's yeah, a little bit be, older. Yeah, it gets he, a little bit annoyed. He's slept a bit, like, quite a lot of the way, so that'll be interesting. But um, Don't give him coffees of oil. No, I won't no. give him any coffees of no. oil whatsoever. So, we'll go up there. It'll be good fun, chill out, and uh, do a race and see how we go. That's about it up there. I tell you, I took um, Thomas for his... First ever run today oh. in the buggy because we've only got one car at the moment. Belinda was working this afternoon. So you so. ran with it. How did you find running? That must be horrible. Well, I ran probably about 
15 minutes. I actually ran down to Hanson's Park from home. Yep. And uh, we had a bit of a swing. Which one's Hanson's? Is that the one that's just around there? Yeah, fed the okay. ducks, yep. ran home. So 15 minutes wasn't actually too bad. I actually, I, I, was, I, thought, I was thinking it was going to be a complete waste of time. But it's actually quite good for you to focus on your core yeah, slowly because you core, start to yeah. wobble around a bit and you haven't got your arms there to stabilise you. So I think for short periods it was actually quite effective. I've thought of a new invention. I actually okay. thought of this a few years ago. A harness pulling pram. So you have a harness around your body that's yeah. then got like a like a tube instead of a rope, yeah. so the pram wouldn't bang into you. Yeah. And so you go running naturally, and the pram's behind you. You get the patent going. Don't anybody else do it then, <laughs> because I just given away my cunning plan. That's my retirement scheme. It's a good idea, but isn't it? As long as the pram was safe. Yeah. So you. as long as it wouldn't tip. Yeah. But you could do it. You should give it to Tyler. I saw this um, thing on TV the other day, Young Inventors or something. Oh, and so she and looks good. Yeah, makes her look good. Yeah. Makes you look like a good parent. I'm doing it then. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because you see people running with prams and they've got their one-arm strategy. And, yeah, you I was know, trying a bit of that. Yeah, so it, it just doesn't work, does it? Yeah. So what do you do, two-arm? I was mostly time, but then my shoulders got a little sore, so I was doing a little one-arm. And it must but, just but, be uncle because you're still... And... A bit of no-arms. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what else? Had a good ride yesterday. Did you? We rode up Cooper's Knob, which is nice. Um, good, it's a tough, tough climb. And uh, we, I've got a good little training squad down here now. There's some pretty pretty sharp fellas, and uh, they're all kicking my ass up the climb. We, I did a 5k time trial the night before, and so we're going up the climb. And uh, it was a hot day, probably 25, 26 degrees, and there was it's pretty sheltered there too, isn't it? Six six of us, six guys, and a couple of girls. And we get to the top, and I said. Oh, let's just, I, was, I was last of the guys to get to the top. I said, oh, let's just push on. We won't bother waiting for the girls. And they go, oh, they're just, they're just behind you. They're like <laughs> <laughs> 50 metres behind me. I said, oh, okay, okay, we'll wait then. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing, mate. Well, I've started training for the marathon. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been doing a week and a half, and I figure, my con- you know, because I teach so much at the gym, my, my top fitness is pretty good. So I've been just trying to get two weeks of conditioning in before, and man, running's hard on your body, isn't it? It is. It oh, is. I tell you, I've been mega painful city, but today was the first day where I went for a run, just the 40 minutes, and I thought, yeah, I'll probably just start hitting some pace work soon. <laughs> <laughs> down the track for Beaver. Oh, I tell you, it's definitely a mega painful city. I'm looking forward to the race. Oh, it's going to be good fun. It's going to be funny doing it in the afternoon, starting the marathon, because I won't probably start the marathon until about... Yeah, well, I'll be swimming nine till ten. Um, Paul and I'll be five, five and a half, yeah, probably. Hours. So what's that? So that's three. Three thirty. Yeah, it's a late start. You won't be. I'll be down at the Spates Alehouse, yeah. knocking back a few, cheering you Just on. Then I'll come past you, give me a wave, go Bevan, and then you'll be Hurry back up. to drinking. Oh, you'll be, be doing interviews. Times. Actually, I'll give you the laptop. No, we, we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing a bit of broadcasting on the old microphone. I was talking to the organizer today. Um, oh, I wanted that role. Uh, I'll, I'll get you in there. Oh, really? So we'll do a bit of. Because uh, last year when we were there, the guy who did the mic. I was just thinking, you know what? I could do a much better job. I think we'll still be there, so I don't go dissing him. I'm not dissing him. I'm just saying I could do a better job. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna assist. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna run really fast in. Yeah. Exactly. Sub two. Exactly. Okay. We've waffled on long enough. This is gonna be like a 53 minute show. Nice. Iron, okay. iron rusts. I'm Mendo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.